And welcome into the Robin Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders, as I can't get my opener to work tonight, but we're going to get a show out of it anyway. I want to uh, welcome in my podcast partner. He is in the upstate, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's going on, buddy? Uh, actually, tonight I'm in the Big L. You're in the Big L? Okay. Jackpot's in the Big L. Cool. Well, anyway. We've got a uh, jam-packed show for you, I believe, but lots of things we're going to talk about. And the, the topic that I had for the, the show tonight was, and I sent it to Jackpot, and we're going to talk about the ACC eliminating their football divisions and playing a modified eight-game conference schedule. And I have something that I want to say about that, and some of y'all are going to be shocked. I think that Jackpot will be shocked by how I feel about this in just a second. But before we take care of that, take care of our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. They're going to sponsor our Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. We're like, what, 65 days from football, right, Jackpot? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, we're we're getting after it. We are not that far off. And I tell you what, uh, we're going to have our Pick'em Challenge where we pick, what are we picking, 10 games a week, Jackpot? Yes. Yeah, so 10 of the best games of the week. And, and maybe, what is it? And it's nine games that are great for the week. And then, like, one game is the Kale Hall special. And the Kale Hall special is dog That's shit. That's the best game of the week. That is a horse shit game, Jackpot. The best <laughs> game of the week. Uh, anyway, uh, I tell week, you what, it's going to be. Well, all right, Jackpot, give us an example of a Kale Hall special, and we'll, we'll, we'll debate if it's a great game or not. Uh, like week one, we'll have Army at Coastal Carolina. Now, the funny part about this is that Jackpot uh, doesn't like, he normally doesn't like Coastal Carolina because they're generally better than South Carolina. Well, you beat your Clemson last year. Ooh, that's a that's a slate to walk down. You think Coastal would have beat Clemson last year? I I do, especially if they play in the first half of the season. Nah, pre pit, pre pit, pre pit, yeah, pre pit. They pre pit. All right. Well, <laughs> jackpot. You probably would have thought the Citadel would have beat Clemson last year. Anyway. I mean, like uh, I don't know, uh, Wyoming versus New Mexico State. We you had UConn versus UMass one week, I believe that was one of the games. Two of them all time shit programs squaring off, and that's that's the Kale Hall special. <laughs> oh, shit over here in the in, chat in section, the hat, the hat, the hat says Kale, uh, spelled wrong and with a lowercase K. Kale is dumb. Number two to three. Defense. What fuck does that even mean? <laughs> no clue. What, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's going for. English, there. please. Uh, Eng, put English. Yeah. What we speak here in America. Maybe you should get on board, or go back where you came from. Where? Where? What are the hats from? It's a good. Good question. I don't know. Uh, All right. Well, looks like Uranus to me. <laughs> 
dick. All right. Well, uh, anyway, thank Callaway's Bar and Girl. They're for the, for the uh, pick of challenge. And they also uh, take care of you if you go there. Now, I know people are going to come to Columbia this year. I know you Georgia fans are coming to Columbia this year uh, for what? The game two of the season? Is it the second or third game of the season there, Jackpot? I think it's game three, right? Game three. Game three. So, uh, uh, as my dog's being silly over here, don't do it, Elsa. I have to, like, correct my dog here. Anyway. No, she's over here. She she wants to go over. She's not very bright. Lord help her. She was over here, and then, like, she likes to try to get into the cat box. It's just not not good at all. Yeah, so uh, I have to like let her do that. I wish uh, I had a doggy here to dis- to discipline, but I don't. Well, Ziggy misses you. Big Barney Ross with a super chat. Which mascot wins the fight, Clemson or Mizzou? Well, the Mizzou mascot looks like it's high on pot. The Clemson mascot looks like it's high on meth. Jackpot, where, where would you go on that one? Mm, well, I'm going to have to say the Clemson mascot because I've never, I don't know that I've actually seen the Missouri. I've, I've probably seen the Missouri one, but I was probably too busy throwing the shit uh, during the game to pay fucking attention to the damn mascot. So. All right. Well, anyway, you Georgia fans are going to be coming week three. Look, you can go to Callaway's and get yourself some. Uh, wings and all that good stuff and you know let them know that you support the show and uh, they'll take good care of you at Callaway's. All right, so we also have from Dennis Wilson NC <coughs> Trucking and Transport who is sponsoring my uh, trip to ACC kickoff this year. Uh, he is um, taking care of that for us and just generally just taking care of the show. I'm going to play golf with Dennis at some point here and but he does take care of story time with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, it's been 3,131 days since my team has beaten Clemson in football. Clemson will continue to smash our face in. Uh, every time we meet on the football field, the decade of dicking is in full effect. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. Message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Friend of the program, Rich Long, with a good point. Both of those Tigers, whether it's Mizzou or Clemson, kill chickens. Very good, sir. Very, very good, sir. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to pick on some more. more the, the, the hat says, Jackpot, I had to, had to prove this comment because he used a wordy dirt. Jackpot can shove the Gamecock up his ass. Kale. Star corrected this time. My phone corrected to that. Okay, whatever. Clemson had the second to third best defense in the country. Well, which one was it? And would have wiped the floor with CCU. Okay, sir, Coastal Carolina blew out Kansas. I think you're delusional. What, I'm, well, I don't know what having them blowing out Kansas has anything to you do got, with it. You, you got you got beat by Pittsburgh. You barely beat Syracuse. You barely beat Boston College. Uh, Coastal Carolina would have wiped the floor with those teams. I guarantee you that. So I think you're a little bit um, a little bit delusional there. Just a little bit. 
I think you're a little bit out there, jackpot, on that. I think Clemson wins over Coastal. So, oh. and I think last year, if South Carolina played Coastal, I think uh, Coastal would have beaten them. I, mean, I, I didn't say going. that Clemson would have have blew have have beaten have lost to. I said they wouldn't have blown them out. Mm. Oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe I should listen to you more, jackpot. I need to be a better listener. Well, yeah, you, you can sit there and say that, that that they would have lost to them, but South Carolina beat three teams last year. They were double-digit underdogs, too. Yeah, but you lost to fucking Tennessee, and Purdue do rolled all over them. How well, did that happen? Tennessee was, was favored over South Carolina. So, uh, but still. Yeah, well. So is that, is, that the game that, is that the game that bothers you, Jackpot? Is that the game that bothers you the most from last season? Is that game? What, which one? The Tennessee game. Look, we know we know Clemson's light years better, but if you had it to go all over again, that Tennessee game, you would have much rather have won that one, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it would have been um I mean it would have been much more feasible. I mean, they just that was just I mean, they just came out there and played ridiculous. That was the first half of that game was absolutely asinine. They weren't. I, I mean, it's like they didn't even step off the fucking bus. I don't know what the hell they were doing out there. Just, I, just absolute garbage. In the second half, they figured out the gimmick. I mean, they shut them out. Shut them out. Second half didn't matter though. Yeah, uh, yeah. All that right. one, the Cle that Clemson game still pisses me the fuck off. I mean, how does how do you not? I mean, how do you not score a fucking point? Uh, against your damn rival, it, it's just it was absolutely asinine. You know, I, I, I just, I, I, yeah, I would have, I would have been, um, you know, one foot off that Beamer uh, train had we not won that bowl game. I mean, that gave me some renewed enthusiasm, but I was kind of pissed after that. that one. Rich, Sancho, Rich Long of course, is the balls took the foot off the pedal. The second half. They didn't take the foot off the pedal. They got shut out. Uh, based on Kale's theory, both Coastal and Kansas would beat U of SC. And then Rich says, U of SC didn't beat one P5 team that finished with a winning record. Damn it, Rich Long. All right, anyway, yes, Rich Long's on fire. Oh, okay, well, a power five team. UNC didn't have a winning record. I think they finished. Did they finish? What did they finish? I don't know. I guess they finished six and seven. I don't know. It was it was nothing that you did. It was all about what they did. Yeah, well, they took the foot off the pedal in the second half. No, second half, we wore their ass out. If we played like yeah. that in the first half, we would have won that game. I mean, they rode that stupid pass play that damn Jordan Birch trying to throw a down touchdown pass which wasn't even needed Kevin Harris ran the ball down their throats that entire drive so what do you do when you're about ready to fucking score you don't hand the ball off to Kevin Harris again what do you do you have your defensive end trying to throw a fucking uh, bubble or a, a fucking jump pass <laughs> tail all right, jackpot. Let's talk a second here about this uh, this scheduling bit here that uh, the ACC came out with. And here's my thing on all of this: the ACC <sighs> jumped the gun on this. 
going to this 355 model and and I'll explain to you why yes it's what you play the same three opponents every year and then those are your traditional opponents and then you play the other five um on a rotating schedule so basically every team in the conference will play each other every three years you're going to play at least one of those teams so but they jumped the gun on this and the reason that they did it in my opinion because of they wanted to get their schedule out ahead of the SEC because the SEC I think I think they're going to go to a nine game schedule I really do and I think that if they do do that or they do do that yeah if they do do that if they do that I think that yes they're all the games are going to be tougher simply because you're playing in that extra conference game so you're going to have automatically a tougher schedule playing another conference opponent. I think they put this out quickly there uh, to kind of get out ahead of the game. They don't want it to be like the COVID-19 stuff where kind of the SEC led the way and then everybody else kind of just followed along with what the SEC did. I don't, the ACC is trying to make some some leeway with that, and I think that they were just – I think they jumped the gun with this a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because in addition to those five teams that you play, Notre Dame goes on your schedule too. People seem to forget that. And having them play uh, five ACC teams a year, that's that's something that's unique that only the ACC has. And I think all of that in the mix, they I don't think they've studied this enough in my opinion. I think it's going to come back to bite them especially if the SEC goes with the nine-game conference schedule. And then the SEC is going to look at them like, now you look stupid. Now you look stupid. Congratulations. I think that's what's going to happen. That's entirely possible. All right. Well, Jackpot, I wanted to ask you, Clemson's opponents are what? uh, They got Georgia Tech, Florida State, and NC State. Those are their three permanent opponents. If the SEC decided to go with the same model, who do you think the SEC would uh, assign South Carolina as their three permanent opponents? Well, you know, I'm not really sure, uh, but I'm hope what I'm thinking uh, would make the most sense. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, I think this would make a heck of a lot of sense. Um, Give me, give me some. Vanderbilt, Mizzou, and uh, Mississippi State. Good, good challenging mix there. So, I mean, are you being silly, or is that what you really think that they should do? No, I'm not. I'm not being silly. I think that I think if what, we're doing what it, wrong, what would be wrong with that? Hmm. I think the way the Gamecocks luck is, is that that's when Vanderbilt would hire the next James Franklin. They'd have 10 years of just great football where Vandy goes like six and four against South Carolina or something like that. But oh, shit. Well, no, I, Vandy couldn't win against South Carolina with James Franklin. That's a good point, too. I, I'm just, you know how your luck is. Uh, Mr. Boogie says Georgia, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. I, I, I can buy that. Uh, Rich says yeah. Georgia, Arkansas, and Tennessee. 
I I like if you're going with to have a West opponent and you're getting I mean if we're going teams from the West, the old West. Well it's not the West anymore, it wouldn't be. That's true. Right? But yeah. I I think that I, I like Arkansas because that was the traditional matchup there for South Carolina. And then I would go Tennessee and Georgia. I, I mean, I think that would make the most sense. I'm repeating what Rich Long said there, but the idea of of that happening, I think that would make a lot of sense. Really I don't did. know if we I don't know if we want any of that or not, though, because according to the according to the Tennessee fan, they're you know, they're about to be back on Georgia's level again. So the pesky poll says he wants Georgia, Bama, and Auburn. Of course you do. <laughs> See, I think that's just a level of defeatism. Like, yeah, we're going to lose those games anyway. We might as well lose to Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Let me get the phone system going here. And the phone number to dial if you would like to get involved with the program is 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you would like to uh, get involved with the show, you can check us out there as soon as uh, I'm going to put the number up here. As we roll along. Oh, man, what did I do? I lost the banner that had the number on it. What did I do with it? Oh, it's around here somewhere. Anyway, 803-470-2905. There it is. 803-470-2905. We'll take your call. Who should the SEC, if they went to the 355 schedule, who would be South Carolina's permanent opponent? <laughs> um, and we should see uh, who, who you would have there. And also, do you think the ACC jumped the gun? Because I kind of think they did. I kind of think they did. Thinking, thinking, thinking they did. Right in the middle of the ring. Uh-huh. Anyway, 803-470-295. If you want to call says, the- who do you trust more, the Catholic priest from Notre Dame or Deshaun Watson? Oh, the priest, definitely. The pesky pole is just an asshole. I, I don't know if anybody knows that. That rhymes. Trying. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky will struggle against Northern Illinois. Big Barty Ross says, okay. I mean, and why Elijah wouldn't they? Elijah says, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Georgia, and Vandy. They to struggle make, with uh, the snake. Yeah, they do. By the way, the Atlanta Braves are playing really good baseball right now. They're beating up on the Phillies four to one. A Philadelphia loss is a win for America, along with a Boston Red Sox loss. The That's Phillies, also the Phillies kind of suck along, Dick, huh? Yeah, they're they're not very good. They are not very good. Uh, Papa B says, "Can you analyze the three remaining permanent teams for the ACC teams and tell me who has the easiest and who has the hardest?" Well, <clears throat> um, you know the the problem with the ACC is that, and we've kind of talked about this before. They thought that Miami was coming into the conference and it was going to be Miami and Florida State every year playing for the title. They thought that uh, bringing Virginia Tech in, that Virginia Tech was going to be up near the top of the conference, and that hasn't really been the case. Uh, They also thought that um, 
that what was the other oh and Boston College Boston College was a decent team coming into the conference and they thought they would be up there in the mix and they haven't really been anywhere near there and with that I mean it's really hurt the ACC those teams were expected to give more than they've given and that and the coastal division for the ACC is worse than uh I mean the batch of cans from uh from jackpot after a gamecock loss I mean they are it's just, I mean, it's just a horrible, horrible division. Now you can look at the uh, the Atlantic Division, and you can talk about, you know, what Florida State won a national title ten years ago. Clemson's won two national titles. Okay, there's a little bit there, but after that, what are you going to come at me with? Fucking NC State. I mean, what the hell? I, I don't know, but we shall uh, see how that works out. But I just think that that's that's one of the big things there, and it's kind of hard to determine who has the tougher end of it because you could end up with, unless it's Clemson. I mean, do you feel solid about any other ACC team? Think about it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't I don't see it, but that's just me. Esky Paul says, uh, "Should the massage therapist sue Dabo? Really? Come on, man." Come you on. care to answer Jason's question over on the chat? We've we've talked about that. Um, the uh, iHeart has uh, moved on, and I am no longer working there. So there you go with that. James, uh, will you answer James's question? Where is Ziggy? Well, Ziggy <laughs> is in jackpots in the Big L, and he doesn't want to bring Ziggy to the Big L. Because it may contaminate Ziggy, so he leaves Ziggy at home. Yeah, he can't stay here all day by himself. <laughs> yeah, he can't stay here all day. Anyway. All right, 803-470-2905. If you want to talk about who South Carolina's permanent opponent should be, if you want to talk <laughs> about uh, Clemson's permanent opponents, I don't get why Georgia Tech is there, but that's just me. I, I think it should I, be North Carolina, but... Well, I guess it's like a, a is it like a um, a distance thing? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're all sandwiched right in there together. You know who gives a shit? Clemson yeah. versus uh, Georgia Tech is a wet fart. Yeah, it's not worth fucking watching. It's, it's not worth a shit. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that, Jason. I'm thinking about because uh, I've gotten. I've gotten some really nice messages from some folks and uh, some nice encouragement. And uh, I'm thinking about it through the talking season. Anyway, I might just do a show live on YouTube and Facebook uh, in the normal three o'clock spot there. I might do that. Uh, it might be in the mix. So I'm, I'm debating on that. We shall see. I think folks would tune in to watch it. Why not? And we can take calls and do all that good stuff right here on the program. So We'll see how that uh, how that works out, but I'm debating on that. Uh, anyway, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Jackpot, did you have anything else you wanted to get into this uh, this evening? Uh, Casey Miller lied if I could, but I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> Woo! That's funny. 
Uh, anyway, I've had some folks ask me about that. And um, it's kind of funny because I've gotten notes from people that I thought despised me. And they're like, hey, bring your show back, stupid. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> like, I thought you hated me, but we shall see. Uh, uh, Rich says getting to play in Atlanta every other year is great for the high school players in Georgia. I, I can buy that, but I, I'm still in the camp of Clemson needs to play North Carolina. Uh, Clemson should have Georgia on their non-conference schedule too, but we'll see about that. That that's not happening. So, all right, eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five. Hey, just do the whole show from my home studio here. Might we might uh, we might do that. So, Mister Boogie with a question, Jackpot. You plan on going to any games this year? Um. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try. Um, hell, I don't know. We shall see on that. All right, let's go to the phones and welcome into the program. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. This is Tim Wilson, the Upstate of South Carolina. I had a couple of questions for you guys. Sure. What do you think about getting rid of one double A games so the ACC makes a competitive statement? about changing the game and to your comment earlier i'm all for putting georgia on the annual schedule even though the record is out of balance if you're a clemson fan yeah um does that go with making remaking helping to remake college football before this the tv contract renegotiation comes up i see the, the whole thing with wanting to play georgia it has it, you're right it hasn't worked out well for clemson okay I know Georgia fans will be over there talking about, you know, there's what a 40 game lead in it and 43 know, 19, Rob. Whatever it is, 25 game lead. A lot of those games are back when people wore leather helmets. It's fine with that. But playing it every year, I think, is good for both schools. And I think that what's going to eventually happen is we're going to get out of the mentality of, hey, we've got to schedule just to get six six wins so we can go to a bowl. And thinking about, look, we've got to play a tough schedule if we want to get into an 18 playoff. And that might be something that would push some of these athletic directors to say, you know what? We're not going to schedule Murray State. We're not going to schedule uh, whoever the shit, the Louisiana Tech for Clemson. We're going to schedule a Georgia. We're going to schedule a Texas A&M, whatever. I think that's going to be happening down the road because you got to have a tougher schedule. And uh, the only one double A game that I think should happen for a lot of these big schools is I think to help with the finance on the financial end for some of the uh, in-state stuff like Clemson and South Carolina should rotate play firm NSC state coastal and, and uh, Wofford just rotate those teams. And then that way they get a payoff every other year and it's enough to fund their athletic program for a year. But to bring well, another team well, in from far, far away doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Let me let me interject there. I've sure. said for the last five years that anyone who will listen, which is next to no one, including my wife, that what football needs to do is I agree with supporting that, but the athletic director's job, particularly when it was our previous the previous athletic director at Clemson, right. it is why not go to the go to the NCAA and you know show them the middle finger and say, look, we're going to start scheduling our one double a game for our spring game. So our guys actually can hit at full speed. 
Yes, there's a risk of injury, but you'd also get a lot better attendance and ESPN would be so much happier. Uh, what do you I, think? I, I like the idea of that, but then I think that what's going to end up happening is, is that players are going to come out sort of like, uh, like they did in the NFL where it's like they, they bitched and complained about playing that 17th game and the idea of having to go full speed uh, in a in a spring game. And if you lose that game, think about that. Let's say that you have an off day and you play a Wofford team that they're going to go out there and that's their Super Bowl and they use some crackback blocks and things like that and they show you up a little bit and you drop that game, it's going to hinder you heading into the next season. So I think that's that's something to think about too. Fiery. You know, does it does it does it give you a heavy dose of reality? Because my problem has always been with the way schedules go. Is September, uh, particularly when I was younger and I had hair, uh, it, you know, it it was kind of a waste of time unless you were playing Georgia back when I was when I had hair. Um, you know, so I I just don't see the value in playing Furman Citadel. SC State. I agree that they need the money, but there's still heck the the ACC and AC and SEC schools need the money too. They've got to generate because clearly what COVID told us is football funds everything else. Yeah, and, and, and you're right about that. But I also think that and, and jackpot get uh, get your opinion on this too. There's a, you know, going to one game is expensive as hell, first of all. Uh, and the idea of I can sit on my couch and watch it in HD and walk 25 feet to the refrigerator and get a beer, walk another 10 foot and there's a bathroom that's my own private bathroom. I think a lot of people are are really, really into that. And the idea of going to a game is just work. I mean, it really, really is. I think people have gotten out of the whole yeah, I'm going to go to every game. It's just, it's too expensive. And the experience just isn't what it used to be, in my opinion. Take it from a 30-year tailgater. You know, you write off, when you when you buy season tickets, you write off at least two games as what I call, I have always called them paid practices. Um, and as that has gotten progressively more expensive, uh, only this year, not ahead of inflation, uh, um, you kind of go, hey, what's going on here? Uh, it's it's bad enough when I had hair. You know, we used right. to play these teams in, in that other sport, basketball, uh, and everybody's <laughs> like, well, you know, we have to keep basketball. Really? Do you? Because it doesn't pay its own bills. I don't know if you've looked. We're a state school. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, I really appreciate everything you guys do, and I'll take the rest of your comments offline. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Big Barney Ross, you want to read Big Barney Ross's comment there, Jackpot? That's good. The super chat um, there, Big Barney Ross. Uh, which accent will Brian Kelly use after LSU beats Tennessee? I hope it's British. Thank you for the super chat. The the pesky poll with a good comment here too. It's 120 degrees. Yeah, I mean. If you're in in the deep south, your first four games are going to be just a blistering. I mean, you're playing in Satan's butthole. Just a I fucking mean, inferno. Yeah, but I mean, jackpot. I mean, you in reality, 
you agree it's too expensive to go to a game. It's just better to watch it at home. I mean, I, I really yeah, believe Yeah, it's, it is. I mean, once a year, though, I mean, you know, it's nice to for the experience. And I'm, I'm looking – I like to go to a road South Carolina game uh, when I can. And I'm looking at tickets this year. I'm looking at uh, – Looking at trying to go to Kentucky, possibly, this year. Maybe maybe Vanderbilt. I don't know. Vanderbilt's kind of later on in the year. Maybe going to Kentucky. Might, might. I haven't been to that stadium before. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. And, I, ha- you know, it pisses me off. I always I take mine. I got two TVs, and I'm taking, you know, take them out on the deck. And that's where I watch until it gets too cold, and then I, I start going back inside with it and do the the two TV setup in the living room there. But uh, you know, from September through October, it's out on the on the back deck, and you know, I talking about a, a bathroom being ten feet away, but my bathroom is just down the back deck steps. And I would go right up under the edge there and relieve myself. But now, I mean, behind our um, house across the backyard and across the other side of the fence uh you know it used to be the neighbors like they had let the the the, the i guess the vegetation and stuff grow up uh at the edge of their yard and they couldn't see over there and, and it was a single dude i wasn't home half the time anyway so i could just go out there and pee or do whatever i wanted to do it didn't really matter now uh, a, a couple of these old farts have bought the damn place and uh they're out there cutting fucking lumber and building a picnic table and who the hell knows what else. So now I can't even go out there and pee under the steps anymore. Well, that's just sad, Jackpot. Your 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 piss hole was closed. Sorry, Jackpot. <laughs> well, I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, technically, I could still go back there and pee because I was facing this way. I mean, it's not like I pulled my pants down and showing them my hind end or anything. But number one, they'd know what I was doing. Number two... Um, yeah, I got a little bit more class than that. Yeah. Jack, but I can go around, I can go around behind our outbuilding and go in between there and the house. I just don't like to go inside. This is jackpot. You're like a dog just pissing all over the place. <laughs> uh, watch your mouth there, Frothy Tavern. Watch your mouth, sir. I'm trailer uh, trash. I'm yeah, just trash. We're not gonna have that. Uh, yeah, jackpot's like, where where'd the trailer come from? <laughs> no, I'm picking anyway. Hey, if you go to Kentucky, you know what? Uh, Big Barney Ross might let you stay in his barn. You could just stay in his barn, and then then that way you can avoid the hotel cost. Big Barney Ross can make that happen. He's a friend of the program. Put you up in one of those tobacco barns he's got. Why not? Oh yeah, yeah. There's some tobacco growing near here, near the Big L. Big L, yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Mr. Boogie says, what kind of country do we live in where you can't piss in your own backyard? I just don't think Jackpot wants to pull out the Jackpot along and show it to, you know, there may be some folks over there and, like, you'd have to explain, you know, hey, I'm, uh, what, what what do we got here? Can't pull out the old Ulatangi. Anyway, yeah, you don't want to do that. That's something that could uh, get you messed up. You don't want that. 
Pesky Pulse says, if you go to Kentucky, you feel like Brad Pitt compared to those goobers. Easy. Kentucky. Y'all <laughs> right now, you should shut the hell up. I'll let you just call it the, the shock along. Damn it. All right. That's funny, too. And Big Barney Ross says he lives in the country. He pees outside. Okay, good point. Oh, man. Do you want to answer Elijah's question there, Jackpot? Do you have a lightsaber PP? Um, uh, I, I have an armor Vienna sausage. But button on a fur coat. <laughs> yeah, button on a fur coat. Oh, shit. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. If you would like to uh, join the program, uh, that is the way to do it. We'll uh, take calls for about another five minutes or so, and then uh, we'll go from there. Do you like Clemson's three teams that are, uh, that are their permanent opponents? I think it should be North Carolina over Georgia Tech. But, yeah. I think South Carolina, if they did the 355, it should be Georgia, Florida, and Kentucky. So, yeah, there's that. See, the jackpot talks about peeing in his yard. Now, everybody in the chat's talking about peeing in the yard. Nick says, I've never felt more alive than when urinating in my own yard. See, there you go. Jesus. Oh, man. 803-470-2905. So Wes says, see, Wes is just trolling. His problem is, he says Coastal Carolina is the second best team in South Carolina. I don't think he truly believes that. I don't think Wes knows where Coastal plays football. I think Wes is just, he is a Tennessee fan, and he's gotten his face kicked in. Well, so first problem. Yeah, and, and he just wants Tennessee to be more relevant than South Carolina is. And I think he just wants to pick at Jackpot and get Jackpot to throw shit. I well, think that's it might be more relevant right now, but the fact of the matter is everybody loves the Gamecocks. As uh, Pesky Pole says, everybody loves the Gamecocks. Big Barney Ross says Clemson will mess Louisville up worse than polio. My goodness. Uh, Elijah says, when I was a kid, I put on football pads and ran into the trees and the construction workers laughed at me. Are you are you are you putting out your your childhood trauma on the show here? Is that is uh, is it Doctor Jackpot now? Is that where we're going? I I I don't know. Wow. Okay. Just let it all go. <laughs> let it all go. It's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> what? Oh my God, that's funny. Everybody right. loves the Jackpots. Yeah. You know, we're we're kind of a dead period now. We're like, um, I got my credentials for the ACC kickoff today. So I will be heading up there for that. And that is on, I think it's the 20th and 21st. So we're I'm like. I'm going to be a smart, mutt, a smart butt, but mm -hmm. how, you go. I mean, how do you go if you're not. I am that? doing some. I'm doing some work for uh, Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan, my buddy, and I'm going to do uh, some uh, audio stuff for him up there. Oh, so, okay. That, and I mean, I'm still still got my credentials for them and and the SEC too. If I want, if 
I could pro- I mean I could get into SEC media days if I wanted to go, but it's like it's too far, to be honest. Mr. Boogie says, What has UT Jr. done that these people think they'll be invincible this year? Oh, you haven't heard their offense is elite. It's elite. Hooker's gonna throw for seven thousand yards if you ask a Tennessee fan. Yeah, it's elite. You know what Tennessee is? They are the poor man's two thousand eight to two thousand eleven Oregon Ducks. Okay. You remember how you remember when they were running the gimmick offense with the with the black mamba and, and whoever else that uh Brian or Chip Kelly had out there and then, you know nobody had ever seen anything like it. They couldn't play defense. But the thing about them was they play in the uh, Taffy Soft uh, Pack 10, I guess it was at the time, and, uh, and they're just mowed people over. That's what Tennessee is. They're the poor man's version of that. I, I Someone had an interview that Hendon Hooker did where he talked about uh, who's their backup, Milton. He, and he talked about uh, how yeah, Milton, the guy couldn't hit water Milton. if he fell off a boat. Yeah, but he was talking about how Milton uh, Milton helps they compete with each other to 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 better themselves. Oh, okay. how's Milton helping to better anybody? He wasn't worth a damn pinch of monkey shit. Milton's one of those guys. It's like, how did he not transfer? I I, I don't get it. Hey, Frothy Tavern is right. He he I, he kind of stole my line. UT has a gimmick offense and they play zero defense. Good point. All right. Well, Jackpot will be back at it uh, on our next show. Uh, but obviously, stay tuned to the channel here. And, of course, Jackpot's got the uh, the Rockabelly channel where he's putting stuff out there. Somebody said you needed to eat a Burger King taco. Have you heard this? Oh, you try this Burger King taco? Excuse me? Earlier. A what Burger King taco. A Burger King taco. They've got that now. I, I haven't said I haven't been able to make any um uh I haven't been able to do anything for Rockabelly in the past week or so. I had like last night I, I got in real late and I went and ate some Chinese buffet. And tonight I I, I had to work on some stuff here. So it's like as soon as I got in from working, I resumed working um some more. And um, I had to get some Mexican food and just sit here and eat it. So I don't want to do any Rockabelly videos lately. The, the last one I did went over like a like a lead balloon. Terrible. You know, have 200 views on it. That's because I was going, I went to a really weird place, I guess. At, I mean, it seems like if I go to a more well-known establishment, and such as a uh, Taco Bell, Del Taco, one of those, you know, get plenty of people to watch it. But anyway, I'm going to try to do one tomorrow. Maybe I might go to Kentucky fried chicken and try that new Jack Harlow meal. They have a Jack Harlow meal at Kentucky fried chicken. Okay. They do. Yeah. It's uh, West with the super chat says we almost broke the scoreboard last year. Did you forget crackpot? Jesus Christ. Okay. Shit. Big Barney Ross says Mizzou is the sparklers of the SEC 
fireworks community. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's that's some top notch uh, stuff there, man. Wow. Oh, there were there were the damn little things that you throw on the ground that pop. No, they're they're the they're remember the snakes like you you light it and it is just ashes. That's what they. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. I can't talk about them too much, so. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, appreciate you guys uh joining. Yeah, snap pops. There you go, Big Marty Ross. There yeah, we go. We gotta start. We gotta start toting that ass a little bit more. Well. Pesky Pole Pe- says, come get a Chubby's burger here in Blythewood. Have you ever heard of that establishment? I think I have, yeah. Uh, the Uncle Lou says, Tennessee is the bottle rocket that never goes off. Hashtag dud. Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate you guys joining the show this evening, and uh, we're getting closer and closer to football season. Uh, You guys are awesome. We'll see you later on.